Mike Sheehan on uh, foreign counterintelligence issues are priority number one. Um, by and large, uh, you're looking at countries such as China, no surprise, uh, perhaps being the most active, Russia perhaps being the most sophisticated. But I think it's, it's important to recognize we don't live in a day and age where it's a kid with pimples drinking Jolt Cola all night <laughs> who's breaking into our systems. We've got nations who are investing very heavily in cyber attack capabilities. Foreign criminal enterprises and transnational organized crime are getting more and more sophisticated and networked. And um, you're starting to see capacities there that uh, are, are a real concern. Terrorist organizations, in addition to cyber attack tools, mm -hmm. they are also in the business of using the internet to facilitate radicalization. I mean, the Anwar al the bridge figures, the uh, uh, Omar Hamamis, they are very active in English, radicalizing and recruiting Americans to, to, to come to their jihadi cause. Mm -hmm. This is something we need to, to get our arms around. Um, and I wouldn't discount that a, you could have a force multiplier where a cyber attack could be a force multiplier to a kinetic attack. And then, of course, you've got hacktivists. I mean, just read the newspapers with Anonymous or Walsec. Um, These the same tools and techniques that others are using can easily be exploited by uh, any actor. So you've got a, a wide range of threats. Mm -hmm. The tools are getting point and click. They're getting easier, yeah. and they're within the hands of many. Yeah. So let, let's turn uh, for a moment to the threat to the financial system and, uh, and just to banks and banking clients. Uh, Mark, um, where are, where are those threats coming from? Is it mostly crime? Are people trying to steal data just to sell it? Or just what, what are you facing? I mean, we, uh, our lens is obviously a little bit different than the yeah. other uh, panel members, but we actually see the whole spectrum. So we do see the, the high school jolt drinker, pimply or not. They're actually very capable, and, and, yeah. and they've got tools. Um, we see the social and political activists, the so-called hacktivists with, with various um, motivations, obviously cybercrime, both individuals, organizations, global organizations as, as well, that are looking to basically steal customer data and monetize it. And, uh, and there's even a, a blurring in some instances with some of the nation state threats in terms of in the future and over some horizon, there's an interest potentially in some of those players in, in the potential of destabilization, whether it's uh, power, Utilities, transportation, financial service, and a variety of industries, I think, are at some point down the road potential targets that we'd have to be uh, concerned about. If there was a concerted attack on the financial system, do you think there's the capability of bringing down the system? There's a lot of talk about just how interconnected the banking world is and the financial world is, and that cyber attack could be a way really to uh, sort of almost through a back door to really undermine um, our security. I don't, um, I, I think there's a you never say never, right? Um, but I, I don't think in today's world with the capabilities that are there, yes, there's a connectedness, but there are hundreds if not thousands of, of players that operate relatively uh, standalone environments. They do connect it in different yeah. places. I think it would be very difficult mm -hmm. um, to bring down the entire uh, financial system in, in one stroke. It doesn't mean there would, wouldn't potentially be some disruption possibility. Yeah. But I, I think that's really unlikely. Yes, Pro so. probably the greatest point of vulnerability would be the clearinghouses. Those mm -hmm. that that's right. the, the banks must reconcile. I mean, let, let's uh, be clear: banking is based on confidence. Uh, the whole business cycle is based on confidence. So, if you were successful in interfering with clearing, then banks would mm -hmm. stop transactions, and then that could have a cascading effect. So, it's 
there are points of vulnerability, but I agree with Mark. It would be difficult broadly to do it, but if right. you were very selective, you could have impact. Yeah. To piggyback Admiral McConnell's point there, though, I'm not sure you have to take down the system. If uh -huh. you undermine and erode trust and confidence in the system itself, if people aren't confident in banking, whether online or yeah. through ATMs and, 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 and others, and you see a series of attacks, yeah. that is something we have to worry about. That's not a black swan that's, yeah. that's, that you can discount. Uh, and we have talked about the activists, and I'll just, Mark, I'll just get the question over with early so you don't have <laughs> to wait for it. That, uh, but there was a ton of news, uh, or at least news reports, a few months ago about the notion that WikiLeaks had gotten hold of an enormous number of emails and other documents, and there was wide speculation that there were Bank of America, Bank of America right. documents, and there was some reporting that you had put together, your, your firm had put together an enormous team to defend, and nothing much seems to have happened. What do you know at this point about what they have and what they're planning on doing with it? Uh, we actually don't.